Since the internet already ruined it for us, now we're here to ruin it for you. Spoiler alert from here on out, so either you've read it, watched it, or listened to that new meat co-worker just butcher it before you had a chance. But your favorite duo are going to talk about it all until, lol, nobody cares. <laughs> Looking to become a new meat or a soft cheese? Make sure you add us at Twitter with comic underscore patrol. And you can ask us questions, comments, concerns or just tell us how much you really love this podcast at comic patrol pod at gmail.com remember to like and subscribe us wherever you find our content why because f- you that's why Hey man, like you gotta have stop having as much sex as you do because obviously <laughs> the amount of sex you've had is just slowing down this podcast, <laughs> and I don't really have a lot going on. Um, so what I need else, you to. What else do you? What else do you I do need, during a pandemic? I need you to slow your roll, count your blessings because you have so many at this point. Yeah, but you know, stop having sex. Is... What What else is there to do when you're in a pandemic? When you're married in a pandemic, you, and then what else? You, you can only watch so many shows, and then. I, I heard a lot of people are learning how to bake bread. You could, <laughs> really? You could you could do that was a thing for like we've we've gone through what three years of people just this month I'm going to try to do this thing. Very true. Yeah. At yeah. some point, you can try and solve puzzles. Yeah. Possibly riddles. Who knows? Ooh, riddles, you say? Back at it again, like we never left. Coke and dank. Dank and Coke, we are D Lethal Weapons. Hey, Dank. Hey, Coke. What do you call a beat-up Batman? What do you call a beat-up Batman? Bruised, Wayne. <laughs> That, sir, goes to the top of the list. Got him. Got him. That, that was a good one. That was really good. I was, I was thinking him. like jalopy. I don't know. I was thinking about the Batmobile being like punched up like Street Fighter where you, you break down a car. We are here talking about the Batman. This is not going to be a bottle cap. This is not going to be an arc analysis. This is kind of all-encompassing because... We did this before for Endgame, right? Yes. Did we call it a keg? It's kind of a keg. What's a kegger? It's a kegger. Um, that was that was you know what episode that was that was episode eleven. We're we're in season episode two 60. now, people. This is episode what fifty eight? Fifty eight, yeah, possibly fifty eight. But we don't drop once a week, so it's not. <laughs> we are very scattered, so it's not like. It's they don't need not to like. It's not like episode 11 was 45 weeks ago, it's, or 47 weeks ago. No, it was literally like two years, two and a yes. half years ago. Yeah. Um, so like, we have we have strong, long seasons. We keep you entertained. But this yeah. movie, 
is something that, like Endgame, kept you in your seat for three hours? Three hours. Did, did you have to take a piss break? No, I prepared. I knew this was a long time going in. See, I, pre- I thought I prepared. I still had to go. It was like at the funeral. I was like, I'm, not, I'm out. Like when you drive to the, the funeral, I, you know. I the, yeah, no, I get all that. I didn't start drinking till um, the second Catwoman meeting kind of thing. Like when I thought this would be like a so I, I had no drink with me. I just like I, like I went to the bathroom right before the movie, and then like within an hour, I was like, "Oh, I gotta go." <laughs> you have to put something in in order to. But like, yeah, but I don't know what I was drinking. I guess I was, coffee probably. You're drinking all that uh, venom or adrenaline that pumping into his. No, we didn't see it together, so I need to know: was this anything similar to how you watched Joker? Uh, no, there's no naps. There's no naps. <laughs> no naps. Joker was like the first. We saw that together. And that was like the first 40 minutes. You're in there snoring next. <laughs> you didn't need the first 30 minutes. I, I wholeheartedly stand by. Half that movie isn't really needed. No. I get that you're you're pacing it out and kind of building the world. No. But it, it's really depressing and dour, which is ironic because this movie is kind of depressing and dour. Mm-hmm. Um. And that leads me to my first question for you. Is Batman for the kids? Like, is Batman something that tiny children should want to, like, enjoy and be around? Not anymore. Well, <laughs> Not anymore. Yes. It started like that. Batman was a kid's, was a kid's thing. But it's, it's kind of grown up with... But there's so many, there's so many different versions of Batman. It's insane. Like, Correct. They go there's so many di- to... there's so many iterations that it's kind of impossible to get any of them right because you're gonna offend somebody, but it's impossible to get any of them wrong because you really only have to do three things well. I'm not gonna tell you what those three things are. Oh, I, was, I was waiting. I was like, okay, <laughs> and those three things. Because I think we're gonna talk about this for the next I don't know how many three hours that we're gonna talk about this movie. <laughs> um, we're gonna have this for three. Hours. Okay, we're gonna buckle in. I mean, we're not. We're not gonna. It's not. This isn't gonna be three hours. But it's it's not. But there's a lot of depth and detail to this movie that I hope we find enough time to talk about. And then we have to keep giving love to Zoe Kravitz as, as many times as possible. Okay, I just need to say this right now. She's lovely. you you you. Oh God, she's lovely. <laughs> she lovely. Is, She's beyond lovely. Like I like this hit me like a Zendaya slide down the bench, <laughs> slide down the bench. And Zendaya's this, not even on my the, bench. Like Zoe no, just no. Well, I'm I'm saying that because of the when we when we did our our No Way Home stuff. I was like, oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah. She's super cute. I'm crushing. This is like this woman is like, wow. <laughs> I just, I I very easily developed a fetish of watching her drink milk. So, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> As many yes. times as she's just, she, she can just be holding it. I'm just like, yep, this is like, what I need in my day. Some women, some people can pull off short hair. <laughs> you you started with women and then went to people. She, yeah, because <laughs> because you know some guys like funny with short hair too. I just I don't want I don't want to sound like I'm generalizing, but women like I I generally talk about women. Talk about Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, That's she a woman. Mer- she's just. 
destroys the short hair look. Like, it's just like, how are you so attractive? It's For someone that's so aware of herself and then so disarming about herself, like, she's equally in command of her allure and so dismissive of it. Like, she's just being yes. herself. Yeah. That it's, it's just like, I can't not look away every time yeah. on the screen. Like, there's the, the, even the this, this, this scene of just her... Like in the club, she's just walking down, just walking. Uh, the way she straight. walks is sexy. It's like, and you're not seeing her whole body. Yeah. You're just, no. it's just like, oh god, your shoulders. Center focus, just... <laughs> inner eye. The fact that they gave her a third of the movie to just kind of be uh, the avatar for Batman doing Batman things, and we're just following what she, what she would do. I was like, oh, like you've perfect G code. Just keep putting me in touch with her, and, and this is how, this is how much she throws us off. Like we skipped. 30 bullet points. <laughs> you, you brought her name up. I wasn't going to bring her up till a little later. You just said you her name. You can't not bring her name up. because she's all my emotions. She's easily the MVP of this movie. If not, it's Matt Reeves. But before we get started in our crazy review, I'm going to ask for his 18-second review of a three-hour Batman movie. Coke. <laughs> I did not practice this. So shotgun Coke, review. my friend. Shotgun, shotgun review. Are you ready, sir? Let's go. And you may begin now. Gotham's really dark and Batman's there and it's his year two and he doesn't know what he's doing, but he does know what he's doing and he is fear and he's also vengeance and he's coming for you and there's a Riddler leaving riddles and he's trying to solve them and it goes back to an orphanage and does he know it's Bruce Wayne? I You're don't good. know. And there's a... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The, the I don't know sold it for me. <laughs> The other it's this movie you you can sum this movie up in one sentence but it's like you can't because there's so many little branching parts too so it's it's very interwoven it's very dense but yes. it works and it shouldn't like it should crush itself under the weight of everything he's trying to accomplish we were talking about matt reeves the man with a vision because it's it's hard not to give this guy as much credit as possible we'll give out as much credit to everyone else but the lion's share, I think, is going to the director. Um, what he did for Gotham alone, and just the look and the feel, and how lived it is, and how on top of everyone you feel like it's easily claustrophobic. It's it's gorgeous because it's it's lit at night a lot of times, and a lot of orange hues and lights and shadows that like play into different areas that. I why I would never want to live in Gotham. This is the most beautiful version of it because it's so kind of grimy and only this type of hero could live in this type of environment. It's beautiful. Shoutouts to the cinematographer as well, who I believe also did Dune. So if anyone there watched Dune, I haven't watched Dune yet. I haven't watched Dune. Yet. I gotta watch that. Um. So you you were talking about Gotham. How is how does this rank up with it? Like. The, the Nolan Gotham and the Tim Burton Gotham in your mind. I know we haven't even done casting yet, but we'll get to that. But just, the, the I just want to get the setting. Snyder out. Gotham. Um, Zack Snyder. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I left him out, didn't I? So it's hard to give, what's his face? Who's the, who's Batman in Batman Returns? What's his name again? The he, director. Oh, Burton. 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 It's hard to give credit to Burton's Gotham because that's more Burton's 
view of it. It's not really Gotham. It's this is what I want it to look like, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah Tim Burton kind of has a look across all his movies that are kind of similar um, or like. I noticed you didn't include Batman Forever and Batman and Robin because those are just caricatures, which kind of fit into the different ranges of Batmans. But it's not a Gotham, right? There's there's statues that hold planetariums. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> Nolan's is the one that feels like a city, like it feels like a New York and a Chicago, but that's to its detriment. But it feels um, clean, right? Yeah, it, it's it's a brand new city. Yeah, like they they built up the Wayne Foundation. It it looked like they just put down the roadways and brand new and like it's happy for a, a crook to go there. It's like, oh, I'm going to make all my money in this brand new city, right? Like it doesn't look lived in as much as it looks like it's a, a industrial city. Like it looks like business. They I think Nolan handled the Bruce Wayne side of it really well, mm-hmm. but the Batman side of it's like, well, okay, only when he goes to. What's it? The the Dowers, the Dowling. I can't remember the area that he called. Where it's basically the ghetto where he meets uh what's that kid from Game of Thrones? Yeah, 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 Joffrey. The the, the Barrows? The Burrows? One yeah. of those. One of those words. Then it looks more like, yeah. What you would think all of Gotham looks like. Like where where the two face fight goes to. Yes. In the first five minutes, Reeves lets you know this is what the city is. This city is hanging on by a thread. Nobody is happy. Everybody is kind of miserable and fending for themselves. Even mm-hmm. even a guy with a melon on his head, which is hilarious because it's actually Halloween. Yeah. Um, but the voiceover and the shadows pull you in immediately. And the, the first, like, What's the first 30 seconds you get the the Batman title credits and then you're in the world. Like there's no punches pulled. Like they throw you right in. And it's and it's just a week in the life of Batman, right? This is October 31st to November 6th and man, this is a terrible year, year 2 for for Batman. When he when he um mentions it's Halloween night. Also I just want to say too, this is the first time we've had uh, a narration over a Batman yes. movie. And right away, it feels way more comic booky than any other Batman movie previous. Just from that alone, because when you read comics, you're it, you when he's riding, he's he's riding his bike or whatever, and you can you hear him talking over top. It's like it's almost like you can see the yellow block with the words in it. It's his thought bubbles. We're, we're getting yeah. his inner monologue, right? And every I'm other movie is just I'm vengeance, you know. Blah, blah, blah. It's, it's like just, and he doesn't over they don't overdo it either. It's just only nope. in certain parts, the beginning, and, and it's like. Well, to his credit, he's still figuring it out too, right? Like he's just yeah. giving us his process. He's like, I used fear. Fear is how I channeled um, to keep all of these crooks away and um, afraid of what where I could be because I can't be everywhere. Like he, uh, it's amazing how much he understands his limitations in his second year. Yeah, and how much he has to like learn really fast on the job. Like this is one of the. This is kind of training day to an extent, but he doesn't have a mentor or a crooked cop to lean on, even though there's crooked cops on here. Um, but I, I appreciate that voiceover. Like that just sucked you in. Yep. Right away. To buying in Robert Pattinson. And now we can get into casting because again, yeah, new casting. Let's get, well, uh, uh, you remember the first casting when they announced Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, Batman. And your yep. reaction was hilarious because you're like, 
This never did I freak? I don't remember it. Did I freak? Did I flip? Or was I just kind of like, eh? Yeah. You weren't excited. I wasn't. I wasn't. I'll be honest. I wasn't really excited until about three months ago when I watched The Lighthouse. I was like, okay. Because I hadn't seen him in anything except for like the first Twilight when I watched it with like my girlfriend at the time, right? And I was like, this is terrible. So I watched The Lighthouse and I was like, okay, so dude can act. Yeah, Patterson's got right. some like crazy yeah. stuff under his belt. Um, yeah, and he did that to get away from the whole Twilight typecast thing, too. He actually you, was like, all right, I'm going to grab as many weird roles as I can <laughs> and really drill. So hats out to him for that. <laughs> and, th- and there's a few. Like He has some stuff that's just completely out there. Right. Uh, well, the, if you've seen the lighthouse, it's he has sex with an imaginary mermaid, right? So with Defoe, <laughs> yeah, with Defoe, oh, they're they're hilarious. Like that that movie's is different. Like it's not for everybody, but the the acting in that between the two of them is like. But we're not talking about the lighthouse. We're talking about the Batman. But that's what you're gonna end up saying about Pattinson. Like, not all of his movies aren't for everyone, but he seems to find a way to entertain everyone. Which shouldn't work, right? Let's. I just want to pull out some of his IMDb because he's got a strong case for I can do anything. I should be able to spell his name correctly first, shouldn't I? Patterson. Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. I will also say, too, uh, this was another one, just like how Shang-Chi did it before and we gave it props. I'm going to give this one props, too. They skipped over the whole origin thing. It's year two, not year one, not day one. It's year two, so there's a bit of establishment already. He's already cool with Jim, but Jim Gordon, but not the rest of the police force, which I which I thought was cool because they're like, yeah, what the an f- ama- what's he amazing doing? choice. He's he's a freak. Like Batman's a freak, no matter how you paint it. Uh, yeah. Going back to just some of the crazy stuff that he's done. High Life, you should check out. Good Times is really good. Uh, life is crazy. The Rover, Cosmopolitan, or Cosmo. Oh, I, I that one downloaded. I just want. Well, I don't. That's I pretty cool. That. And Bellamy is pretty cool. So like he's water for Cosmopolitan was the same guy who did um, Uncut Gems, right? No, the that's uh, that's Good Life. Or... Good Life. Okay, I gotta watch that one. Good times. Good times. Okay, so that's Cosmopolitan is uh, David Cronenberg. Okay, I have them. Also I think good. I have them both. I think I have them both. Weird and out there, and then again, Patterson just proving that I can go weird and out there. And he's the straight man to everybody else's kind of crazy in this. Like he's the mm-hmm. one that's most centered, and I'm gonna stick on this one line. And even though I'm the freak, I'm gonna. He is, I was gonna say he's socially fucked. Awkward. He's yeah. <laughs> he is like the opening weird. scene where he's walking through the into the crime scene, and the cops are like, "Who's this guy? Like this guy?" Yeah. And he gets stopped at the door. I was like, "This is this is gonna be one of the greatest movies ever." Because they already okay. understand that. Get the, get this casting out of the way, because we're going to just dive in if we don't. Oh, I mean, we're diving in already. The lovely, lovely Zoe Kravitz plays Selena Kaya. Selena Kaya, Catwoman. Amazing. Jeffrey Wright playing. Dives to Chang Tatum. Why? Why are we diving to Chang Tatum? He's with her. They're, they're, they're a thing. That's not going to last. This is a... <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> when you listen to this, they've already broken up, and she's moved I... on to bigger and better things. Um, Me. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Good on you, Coke. Jeffrey Wright as Lieutenant Gordon, which started off as Chief Gordon. He's got a nice little come up that's happening in this. He's great. Andy oh, Jeffrey Wright. He's Jeffrey Wright's always good. He's 
maybe the most consistent actor that we're getting. Uh, Andy Serkis as Alfred. And again, Zoe Kravitz, Jeffrey Wright, Andy Serkis are all in the Triple Crown Club of we've done DC and we've done Marvel. They are two-time champs of being on both sides. When did Zoe do it? Angel from X-Men. Oh, that's First right. class. Angel Salvatore. That's right. That's right. That's you right. have a comic book podcast. You got to know these things. Uh, I forget. <laughs> man. I'm, I'm messing with you. There's so many. And the fact that they keep going back to the same cast is either a good thing or a great thing. Because these those three alone really... We were arguing this may be the best supporting cast in a Batman movie. But maybe in a comic book movie. I think it is, yeah. John Turturro as Carmine Falcone. Came out of nowhere. That guy, I, I, I didn't. I knew he could act. I didn't know he would make me take him so serious because I've always seen him in goofy roles, and I see him now, and I'm just like, you got to look at his IMDb. That's serious. I, You've seen him in I, Rounders. I, he's he's great in Rounders. Yeah, but Super recently, serious. recently, all I see him is this goofy stuff, and I'm like, okay, he's he's really good in Gloria too. Check that out. That's a like a mom dad watch. Um, Colin Farrell as. Oswald Copperpot, better known as the Penguin. Unrecognizable. Four hours of makeup. Unrecognizable. I'm looking at him and I'm like, I still can't see it. I watched him for three hours and I'm like, I, I can't see it. I don't. I can't see can't, it. Like, Can't hear it. I can't, I can't hear it. Can't see it. Don't know it. Usually you get a hint, right? Like, oh, they're, you know, they're the eyes. No, something something sneaks through. Yeah. Four hours. Can't Hate see it. I, if I saw that guy in the street, I would not know. It was, like, there's no way. There's no way. If they hadn't told me it was Colin Farrell, I would have never known. El Rata? Well, you mean La Rata? And he's yeah. got some funny lines in this this movie. Paul Dano playing the Riddler. Um, I Fantastic. Think he's not a Edward Greenman. He's a different... And I, I don't even think they give him an actual identity. Identity as a... a no, they had, the, they had the couple driver's licenses. And yeah, then the couple pseudonyms. Some... He's like, you gotta figure it out. He's... he's... <laughs> I like him so much better when he took the mask off. Dano's consistent with Creepy. Uh, yes. I don't know if... Yeah. I don't know if that's a, a stream you got to keep following, but, you know, <laughs> he does it good. Yeah, he's very, yeah. very good at being unsettling. <laughs> Peter Sarsgaard as uh, District Attorney Gil Colson. And with like a, with a name like Gil, you know you're going to get killed. And... <laughs> oh, Gil! <laughs> Simpsons. Oh, Gil! Oh, Gil! Oh, Gil's going <laughs> to come up and shine your shoes. And, and he's got the... He's got, the, the no, that's not, the that's just, not Gil. Yeah, okay. Gil's their um, Jack Lemon impression. Yeah, and they had, yeah. They had to use them when they lost Troy McClure. It was like, I remember he was, like, he was so a car hard. salesman. Oh, yeah. Gil. <laughs> Gil's going to get a car today. And he just gets swooped out. Like, never works out for Gil. Keep that in mind. The lovely, lovely Jamie Lawson, who is oh playing my God. Bella Real, mayor-elect. Oh, she was uh, lovely. She was lovely. She was powerful, too, on scene. Like, I, I saw her and I was like, who is that? She was great. <laughs> And I, I wanted more of her, and I hope she's going to be a mainstay in this universe or trilogy mm-hmm. or sequel, whatever you're going to do. I find it funny that uh, Bella also means pretty, so her name was Pretty Real. So I'm going to be calling her Pretty Real from now on. Another Gil. Gil Perez Abraham plays Officer Martinez, and I give him a shout out because he's the officer that stops Batman in the beginning, gets excited to see Bruce Wayne at the funeral. And then inevitably lets Batman do what he wants to do at the end. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. He has a whole character arc. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> like the detail on Officer Martinez. Kudos. And then Charlie and Max Carver as the twins. Hilarious. I was like, where did I see these guys? I knew I saw them. I actually looked them up before we started. They're from The Leftovers. 
don't know if you ever watched ah. that show. You you would not like it. It's very dire. But is, is it, the show's really great. Um, like for like twenty four, I was like, who are these guys? I like I know so that they're from the leftovers. They were in some other things too, but that's where I knew them from. And it was it was driving me crazy. I'm trying to think of that one guy that's in it that I can't think of his name. Justin Thoreau. Yes. Yeah. Him. Thoreau's yeah. Who belongs yeah. in uh, and, Batman's and, Rogue and, uh, and uh, <laughs> what's her name? Rogue and Carrie, Carrie, Carrie Coon. Is it Carrie Coon? Carrie Boone? She's the one who does. Um, she's make sure, uh, you, make, sure you, make sure you know which name you're giving her before. I'm you pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's Carrie Coon, but she's, she's, uh, I know. I'm sorry. She's, uh, <laughs> don't be sorry for Smith. Her name's Carrie Coon. Yeah, proximate. She's proximate midnight in uh, Avengers. Oh wow, Liv, voice, Liv yeah. Tyler, who is an elf. This <laughs> is strong cast. Yeah, Leftover was a really good show. It was H- was it HBO, right? Yeah, I think it was HBO. Oh, Regina King, come on, should have led with that. Shh. She wasn't in it much. She's in it though. Mm-hmm. That's how we get you. Anyways, right, you want you want to go with your your comment up here? Haha, nerd. Let's, talk, let's just talk. Let's just talk about. Let's just talk about Zoe some more because oh, I wrote it there, didn't I? You did. Oh, yeah, I want to say. I want to say, haha, nerds, because all I heard. Oh, I love when I'm right. I hear like. <laughs> all I heard, all I heard was movie. These stupid, you know these these dweebs. These dweebs that come up with all these predictions before it comes these out. Oh, it's bats. gonna be this. Gonna be this. Gonna be the. It's gotta be Court of Owls. It's gotta be Court of Owls. And the Riddler's gonna be working for the Court of Owls. And it's like, no. Why would they do that? I, not only does that downplay um, the Riddler because now he's just a pawn, which is dumb. But why would you put the Court of Owls in now? Just like, just chill. Yeah. Let it roll out. They can come they in did. at any time and be like, we we control anytime. everything. Don't anytime. start with that and don't make them. The puppets of all the villains that or the puppeteers that's that's ridiculous then that means no villain like his whole rogues gallery is useless that's no it's so, just it's a it's a really cool idea that gotham is built on lies and secret societies and illuminati which seems to be the you, turning point the court of owls fit thing. this environment universe? perfectly this right. universe perfectly but you introduce them slowly Everybody's losing their mind because you know why in the trailer they had the guess who is the it was the owl on the card. Right. Oh my god, it's the court of owls and Riddler's working for them. And I was like, no, guys. This leads back. us to another Roll great back. rant from Coke. Talk about why you don't watch trailers because I will admit I watched the third trailer for this and it ruined so much. Did it? I so now you can tell me you can finally tell me what it ruined because I didn't. Third trailer gives the most of the car chase, which is insane. It reveals that. Riddler knows who Bruce Wayne or Batman is Bruce Wayne or Bruce Wayne is kind of filled in it. And then it just gives the fact that Catwoman and Bat team up. And these are all like touch tone points that have a natural occurrence in the movie and a rhythm that it's not needed. You could have just given me the first five minutes as the trailer and be like, I'm in. Just show me beating up goons. Yeah. So but what it, movie, I don't remember what movie it was, but there was one movie that just kind of set me off with trailers. It was a Marvel one. I can't. Was it Age of Ultron? It was something that just gave everything away. And I was like, "What? Well, what was the point of this? This is ridiculous. Why do you have? Oh, it was Age of Ultron? Because remember they used to have like trailer and then trailer and then trailer and then TV yeah. spot and TV spot. And I'm like, well, now I've seen 45 minutes of the movie. <laughs> which, like, I don't. What's the point? Like, surprise me. And then I go in and I'm expecting all these all these things. So I started this rule. It was just a one and done. I watched the very first trailer of any movie, and then I just blinders for the rest of it new trailer don't care and you're a genius for doing that because i was so upset 
I had to forget that I saw the third trailer, but it it took so much away from what this movie ended up becoming. Yeah, I never saw it. So I only saw the very first trailer, which was the the one where they walk to the crime scene. And so they show Riddler with the tape. And he beats up the, the goons. That was it. That's all I knew. So I, I didn't even see Catwoman <laughs> until she's And he says movie. he sees vengeance. That's all you needed. Yeah, and you see the one clip of, of Penguin going, ah, in a car, and that was it. I think Nolan fell to this trope, too, because I believe he re- released, like, the first five minutes of The Dark Knight, which was the, the Joker, the Joker's bank robbery. And that's such an amazing scene. Don't do that. Don't do you, that. You didn't. Like, and I remember going to the IMAX with my friend to be like, let's check this out, because he filmed it for the IMAX. And it's such a great scene to get that, like, cheated out for the first five minutes undercut how amazing that joke would end up being and i know and i know there's the bait and switch like marvel does it where they'll sometimes they'll change up the trailers like they'll put hulk in the simber and in infinity where they put hulk in a scene and they took him out yep. for the movie or whatever that's fine but i'm just not gonna watch because it's like i just don't need i don't i'm gonna watch all these everybody's but gonna it's watch useless. all these it's useless too like for no way home they had to digitally remove two spider-mans in one of the yes. final scenes yeah. we didn't even need to see the final scene there were so many other little clips that you could have yeah. just included and people are like, I'm coming to see that. I don't need that. to get people this hype. Like you drop, it's Spider Man, it's Batman. You drop, you drop a logo with like a little teaser of the villain, like electricity, and they'll be like, Oh my god, I'm going to go see this. Like they don't, you don't need to show everything. I don't know why they. Whatever. Well, it's I don't get how they done. call. I don't get how they call a teaser trailer two minutes. Like two minutes yeah, isn't a teaser. It's not a teaser. No, <laughs> it's not a teaser anymore. So they've they've you muddled should, the lines. You, you should go back to thirty second spots. Yes. Because you have the compulsive fan who's going to sit there and pause frame by frame by frame and pull out as many little tiny things as they can. And it doesn't matter in the long run. Like just, I'm, I'm just waiting to go see the movie and sit down. They, they've, muddled, they've muddled the rules now. There's no, th- no such thing as a teaser. There's just 30-second trailers and then there's like four-minute trailers. Like just drop, adopt the, I don't know. If, if anybody's like me, just adopt the one and done. Watch the first trailer. And then be done with it. And you know you're gonna watch it, right? You get then because the trailer gives you a vibe of what you know, like of what the feel is gonna be. So okay, so I now I understand this Batman's kind of noir. He's kind of dark. He's facing the Riddler, and there's probably some other stuff that I'll be surprised when I see it, right? So and it's got Nirvana in the background. Yeah, talking yeah. talking about tone. This is not a Bruce Wayne movie. This is not an origin movie, as you said before. This is a Batman movie. Which I don't think has happened in a long time. Bruce Wayne Even gets the what, fir- a, a, like fifteen minutes of screen time, maybe. Yeah, maybe. If even that. Right? And the, I'm pretty sure there's a lot on the cutting room floor, but I'm glad it's on the cutting room floor. Um, thinking about the first Batman '89, like that's more of a Joker movie than it is a Batman movie. Like that's mm-hmm. a Jack Nicholas Nicholson, right? He's top billing in that, and that's his origin story. Like yep. he falls in the vat. Um, it's hard to think the last movie could ride the balance between Bruce and Batman until we got to Nolan. And even then, one outweighs the other. So I love Christian Bale, but I love Christian Bale's Bruce more than Christian Bale's Batman. Way more as Batman, yeah. yeah. To Reeves' He's... credit, it's all Bat. All Bat. It's all Bat. Yeah, he was a, he was a fantastic Bruce Wayne. Wasn't kind of the uh his batman was weird where pattinson's i think the opposite yeah but his bruce wayne is supposed to be unlikable like you 
that's that way he's, he so he's still figuring it out, right? So I can't say he sucks as as Bruce Wayne because he's supposed to be like socially like I've never seen Bruce Wayne like this before. Usually he's yeah. charismatic and out there and shaking hands and kissing. Babies. I got money. This one's this one's got the nat like the grimy emo hair and just like the, even his posture weird. Like I, I noticed his posture as Batman, he's like this. As Bruce Wayne, he's kind of like hunched over. This is weird. Like I don't, I don't and an amazing scene too. He shows up to the funeral in this nice luxury car there's paparazzi and he's not sure what to do while he's waiting for the valet so he walks over them and then turns his back to them yeah. when anyone else would have just went the complete opposite way or engaged so like they literally put him in the most awkward situation and just watched him try and figure out what to do um, amazing because that's not his real Catwoman says it in this like this is not your brute no. well Batman's your real face right like yeah. when she wants him to make a decision to understand this world is to understand the type of like movies that seem to be inspired by this Gotham that we're finally seeing, which like I think Reeves is a David Venture fan, and if he's not, he's lying because you can <laughs> you can see Seven all over this movie, you can see Zodiac all over this movie, you can see Fight Club all over this movie. Um, it has shades of Chinatown. It has some saw elements to it, which is saw, yeah, that's a good that's a good call. Creepy yeah, saw. And then I I appreciate that uh, if you've ever seen Looper, they kind of copy the drug use of Looper because it's eye drops to get off. Now we're not doing coke, we're not doing danks, we're doing <laughs> eye droppers, droopy droppies. Um, I know you talked about it before, but I have to think it's one of my favorite characteristics of this new Batman: the voiceover. It completely pulls you in, and the fact that he understood, I'm talking about Reeves, that he has to kind of write out everything for the audience and for the character in order to know what he's doing because he's so new to this, right? Like, he's he's barely a pup in this new world, and I love the fact that Batman understands he's not sure if he's even doing good for the overall. Like he That thinks, was really cool. That was really cool. Him showing up has created even more problems than there would have been. It does. He's just going to attract more and more and more freaks, right? Or more and more ad- adversarial uh, individuals. That and that was touched on in, in in Nolan's universe too. Is that you know Joker came because Batman was already there. People right. like all these weirdos came because they were attracted to him, right? And this is, this is the kind of touch. This is like the beginning of that because I love that where he's kind of like I'm I'm trying to do good, but. Am I even doing good? Yeah. I love that. I love that second guessing nature of of. Um, he's he's so not confident yet. The and there's year. no yeah. there's no reason for him to be confident. But then even he's got his... then he but then he's got the whole fear thing down pat too, right? Like he like you were saying that, that from jump, all the criminals in, in the movie, when the bat signal goes up, they start looking in the shadows like, oh shit, is he here? Right. Oh, like, you know what? Let's just go home. Let's just... so that like that. It's like so he doesn't need to be in multiple places because people always think he could be coming for me and way to play up like childhood fears because whether or not you want to admit it everyone was afraid of the dark at a certain point and the things you thought were going on in the shadows were way scarier than what was actually going on in the shadows so if we knew there was a dude going around just in like toronto batman <laughs> if there was actually a dude that was a vigilante doing these things like you would that's the whole big brothers watching that they were trying to like pull off yeah. but playing with the shadows and just what's this world's what already is- unsafe is amazing what else was cool too is that not only the criminals were afraid, but everybody was afraid of him because he's yes. still so new. 
even civilians are like, yeah, <laughs> like, man, don't hurt me, man. So yeah. they're like, I like that because they're not even that familiar with him yet. They just know he's there. They know there's a man bat. And yeah. like the propaganda machine, right? Like the media is just like, we're reporting on it. And it's only really Jim Gordon that trusts him. Everyone else is like, I'll arrest you right now. He's like, bring it, bring it. Right? Like, I enjoyed that he kept calling him man. Like, was he? <laughs> so here's my thing. This is the thing. Is he calling him man? Like, hey, man. Or is he calling him man as in short for Batman? <laughs> well, listen, I don't think Batman ever calls himself Batman, right? So I no, think it's. I think no, I think Gordon I think Gordon's hilarious in this, by the way. He is. Hey, I, I, I think I think it's a, I think it's the uh, his last name is Matt. I think. Yeah, exactly. First, yeah. First name Mr. is Matt. Yeah. How, how could it, like Je- Jeffrey Wright's in everything he's done, like he's so good. He's yeah. he's so good. Like because I'm like because I'm watching him like he's just gonna be like this laid back guy the whole no. He turns it up when he's to He's in well they play uh, good cop, bad cop. Um yeah. that was great. <laughs> but but what a, Jeffrey understands the nuances of it, right? Like he yeah. understands his neck is being pulled out, trusting this crazy vigilante, but it's only really this crazy vigilante that he can trust in this world. To understand that psychology, you have to put an A-lister star in that, right? And nothing against the other Gordons we got before, but it's hard not to give right the best Jim Gordon I've seen. And we've seen a yeah, lot of because I was I was kind of matching up against Gary Oldman, but Gary Oldman was a bit he was a little um he was panicky. And yes, over the top. I was gonna say like unsure, theatrical, yeah. and yes. And Jeffrey Jeffrey writes more subdued, and he's more laid back. Subtle. Then, then I was thinking like the, the Brian Cranston one too from the animated one. Right. He was year one. Yeah, that's he's more really the one. That's the more Jeffrey Wright angle. Like they're they're both calm, and Jeffrey Wright did it better because there's more to do. And then you have the J.K. Simmons one, which is let me just turn on this light over here, and then yeah. Can you can you go do this thing over here? I'm like, all right. In the four hour cut, we get no more J.K. Simmons. Was I forgot about that? And we don't get more of him in the extended cut, which is odd because you have J.K. Yeah, I don't like. I I prefer him as as Jameson. Okay, so your amazing question is: Batman in this movie a detective, a puzzle solver, or a peeping tom? Because he's definitely a peeping tom. He's 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 making. What I like about him is that he has the right. Man, he he figures those riddles out really fast. Yes, he's, he's a really so good he's puzzle. A puzzle. He's, a, he's a puzzle man because he's he's not quite like he 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 does some sleuthing, but he's not really a detective. He's but he but he kind of he he follows the breadcrumbs, right? And he's kind of like, all right, this. But then when he gets there, it's kind of someone else figures it out for him. So he does do detectiving or sleuthing, but I would call him more of a puzzle man than a than a detective because. He's does he's not quite there yet. And I'm sure that comes that'll come with experience, but he's not really a cop. He's not a cop, right? He's he's getting he's into this cop. and figuring it on his own. You can't practice detectiving at home, but you can practice puzzles. So I, ironically in year two, he's a great duo. He's a great um complement to whoever he's working with. This the mm-hmm. scenes with him and Alfred, where Alfred's like, This is what I was because they have to go back to that puzzle, the first puzzle three times, which I appreciated. Yeah. Their dynamic works. When he's with Jim, Jim's like, This is what it is by the book. So you need Jim to get in the places that you can't get into. Yes. And then Batman has that intellect to figure out, okay, so they got that team. And then you have Catwoman who's like, I don't play by any rules. So you yeah. need me to bend the rules so you can keep me on the level. So the fact that he had basically three mentors and didn't realize it, he's a really good partner and not the solo Batman that we're so used to who 
is all has knowing, everything. has the belt, has the information, has the database. Yeah, no, like yeah. he's he's building the database. He's more mortal in this one. He, he feel he felt more um, vulnerable because he he My, did like you said he did need people to get to certain places, right? I would agree with you until the amount of times he got shot with bullets close up and. Yeah, yeah, immortal. Yeah, that 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 stuff was like, I was like, this guy is really just taking a shoddy to the gut. Like, and he's like, oh, he's bruised, but I'm like, who made this? <laughs> like, who made like? You... So, do you want to get I into great a... scenes, or do you want to get into um, like favorite parts or like pieces? I I would say because it's um, a movie that has great scenes. Yes, it has it has fantastic scenes. And they're long and winding. Yeah, we can do reference. I want to do. I'll do references later. There's some references I want to get to, but we can do great scenes and kind of see where okay. it goes. Let's do that. We'll go through the. We'll go through fast because it's a three hour movie, and in three hour movies, there's like seven to eight great scenes, mm-hmm. and they're not like a two minute clusterfuck. It's elongated, takes time, mm-hmm. pacing, and then you get to see what type of Batman this is. And the first one I'm listing, other than the intro, the intro is amazing. Yep. All the way up until he fights the uh, painted face goons and he has the um, vengeance fight, and you figure out that like he's using tasers and so. Oh, see, this is the thing. His oh, see, I now I have to get into references. His suit and the way he fights is Arkham Asylum, Arkham Knight video games. No, get it. It's in. exactly. It. It's exactly that. It's armored. It's got the. The jagged thing at the front, the bat symbol, the right. elect- the electrified mitts, the way he fights that visceral like bang, bang, like that, how he's just so the, violent. The that's directly, motion? yeah, that's directly from the video games. They, there's no way they didn't take that as ins- they didn't take that as inspiration. Those video games tell are exactly it's exactly how he fights. Tell him, Coke. Tell him. I did. I get me. And it's so necessary was, in this world. He's always won against several. It's never yeah. really a one-on-one fight, and he's still getting—he's still taking shots like I, like that. Even in the very first fight, he's getting thumped in the back and stuff. It's like yeah. okay, and that's which is, is a man. more he's realistic. Too, yeah, yeah. He's not just gonna come in and throw a smoke bomb and like drop kick everybody. It just doesn't really work that way. Second great scene: walking into the crime scene with Gordon. Obviously, he Love gets that. to meet Officer Martina for the first time, and the balls on Martina to put his hand on his chest and be like, "Who, who is this guy?" Right? Like, yeah, I I appreciated that. Batman has no respect yet. No. He's he's built in fear to the shadows, but in the light, people are like, You're a freak. Yeah. I know you're wearing eye makeup. <laughs> like who but is see how he's, yeah. But see how he's uh he doesn't ruffle any feathers. He just kinda like he's there. He doesn't say, he doesn't say anything. Doesn't That's say a word. Play. He doesn't even like he just kinda if they touch him, he just kinda looks at them, but he's never like Get threatening. Yeah, he's never he's never he's like, yeah. Smacking hands away. Yeah. He understands Flexing. that one one wrong move and they'll just throw him out. Like, you gotta go. And so. to the movie's credit, they build to that. Like, yeah. the first the first hand from Officer Martinez builds to a later scene that we'll get to. But that, again, that first scene walking to the, the, the crime of Riddler's first attack on the current mayor is amazing because the, the, that if anything pulls you into the world of what you're going to be seeing, it's the relationship between Gordon and Batman and everything else around it, which is all the cops, and it's it's amazing to see Gotham PD doing things in a movie. Yeah, they they're typically not in it and not in it for long, or just following the action. Yeah, these guys are doing stuff. So I they're I there, and I, I, 
And I also appreciate that the entire police force wasn't corrupt. It was just, it was major figures. Yes. And, and some beat cops, but it wasn't like in other movies, like I remember in Nolan's movies, it was literally like 80% of the workforce was corrupt. And I'm like, well, okay. I get and it. The, but. And then the remainder of that ran into a tunnel to go fight all these thugs randomly. Yeah. That, yeah. that final Braveheart scene. I was like, this, this wouldn't happen. Definitely shooting people. Um, getting into the club. Um, the what's it called the iceberg lounge yep. so that knock knock on the door when he has the repetition with the twins who who, who i answer. think it's basically tweedledee and tweedledum yes i, th- I so, think they're preparing for beefed up roles if uh what we are reading is true about penguin getting his own series on hbo i yep, think that's coming this is a great movie for setting the groundwork for a lot of things i appreciated that you have to knock once you meet the guy you close the door no, he opens the door again with his brother, closes the door, and then Batman's like, you know what, I'm just coming in. Mm-hmm. And then fuck shit up until Oz is like, no, no, um, come meet with me. And again, this is the first time where Batman's approaching the villain to ask questions. Yeah. Like, it's not through a police interrogation. It's not behind bars. It's not in Arkham Asylum. He's like, all right, he, let me let me try and do it my way. He and wasn't stealthy like at all. <laughs> but that and was so not- jarring for me to see, because I was like, this is I'm not used this, to this. This, this, this is, is a different play. Like this is him asking questions. Like he's trying. Like he's he's a beat cop. He's just got yeah. a different uniform. You were saying before, and then that's the first time we get uh, Zoe Kravitz, uh, Selena Kyle on on screen. And did you see that meme amount- where? Did you see the meme? Sorry, did you see the meme where <laughs> I hadn't sent it to you? Where they go? This is my Batman review, and it's a show. It's a picture of Zoe Kravitz. And it's like a, a girl in the theater audibly moaned yes. when Zoe Kravitz showed yes. up on screen. I was like, yeah. Yep. She's all of us. She's all yep. of us. <laughs> but the attention paid to body language in those scenes where Batman sees Selena looking at the pictures and kind of glance. That. Yeah. Appreciate that. That's more detective work than it is peeping Tom. Although there's some peeping Tom in that because he's checking her out. Well, I mean, I mean, look at her. And the fact that uh, Oz is so blatantly dealing drugs in front of him. I like that nobody so really free, yeah. knows where the lines are, right? Like yeah. everyone's just trying to fill each other out. So what well, kind of shows you that he doesn't really give a shit about this guy? Like, like he's he didn't want he didn't want his club getting shot up, obviously. So he brings Batman in, but he's kind of like, "What are you gonna do?" Like, but that shows Batman doesn't really give a shit about the drugs. Like, I'm not here for the drugs. I can come back yeah. to the drugs anytime if yeah. that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for this girl. Yeah. Um, from the club to the funeral, so the entire uh, interrogation or not interrogation um, using. Selena as an avatar to get into the 44 Below Club, which is the club within the club. Really cool. Um, even their scenes where he's prepping her and giving her the contact and the earpiece, all of that playing. That was the, each other. I think that was that was like the most ridiculous part of the movie was the the the, the video. You didn't like the, the tech? No, I liked it's, it. It was just like that. That was the most ridiculous. I'm like, there's the Bruce Wayne stuff. There it is. There's the Wayne. There's the Wayne Industries. Well, you don't really you don't have to announce it, but really helps with the world building and why he has to write such extensive notes and mm-hmm. why he will eventually build a database. I actually, if well, that's the thing. I actually recording everything he sees. It's a really good cheat code. I exactly. I was just going to say, I actually, I actually appreciate that because then it's like, okay, well this guy doesn't have a photographic memory. He actually has to watch this over and over again and remember these things, right? Like he's not, so he has to write it video. down. He's, he's got as many crazy notebooks or he will, as the Riddler will have. 
at, yeah. a, at one point. Which I appreciate because in 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 other other Batman media, it's just implied that he just remembers everything. It's like, well, no, yeah. he's he's got the proof right here as a recording, and he, I guess or he files it. Or he's got or he's got the back computer, right? And right, right. All computers start bare. You have to insert a floppy disk. <laughs> I wonder if he has floppy disks. Um, so from the from, uh, from the club to the funeral, and that the funeral is its own set of complications. But I'm just following D. A. Gill all the way to his beginning to his end, and that tail end where it's Batman solving the riddle while Gill is strapped up. Very saw. Like that entire scene is insane, but it leads to, I think my favorite scene and possibly your favorite scene where the bomb explodes and he doesn't die. I don't know how he doesn't die off. that. doesn't even get a cut in his chin. Like that thing blew, (laughs) but he gets knocked out and he wakes up on a slab with maybe like 20%, like a a comically amount of cops, a comical amount of cops. It's like just around him. Like, like, should we wake up? And the only guy working for him is Gordon. Like that's the only kind of fail safe of why someone didn't just rip off his mask immediately. But that entire police scene is so great for so many different reasons. One of them is just, it's fun. Yeah, I was laughing. It's not really fun. Yeah, it's hilarious. I was laughing because they're like, oh, like running through the like the corridors when he when he runs. But even before they get to that, right? Like someone goes for the mask and he flips out, and then you see him reacting. Right before he was letting touch top, letting Officer Martinez touch him. This time they're like, you're getting too close. He has to assert himself, and then he punches a cop, and then the chief is like, yo, we'll arrest you for. Um, punching a cop, he's like, "What if? What if I punch three? And yeah, he needs yeah. Jim to be like, he's "Yo, relax, prick. man! Like, you're not gonna win in this battle. Like, it's a and even right then, cops. he right then he's like, "Oh, you too? It's like, oh, okay, you're getting a little defensive, like, and it's a ama- it's amazing to see Batman lose his grip. Like, he's not in control in this scenario. He's literally in a cage full of cops, and Jim has to separate him so stressful. they can have the real conversation. And that's the funny conversation of like." Jim's like, take my keys, yeah. go to the top, gonna, get the fuck out of here. You're gonna yeah. punch me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then punch just... <laughs> floors, floors him, floors him. <laughs> and then it's a chase, and it's Batman, like not suave or like swift. Like he's knocking people down the hallway. He's yeah. like running which, for his life. He's scared. See. Yeah, he's scared. And then the fact he gets on to the roof of, I guess that's the the police department station. Because, yep. but you get the gargoyle. Which isn't called Bruce. I'm thinking of New York. No, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man calls his Bruce. Bruce. And he gets nervous. He's like, oh, crap. Like, Maybe I'm going to test out this new thing. And he does the squirrel suit. And I love that scene. Because there's there's panic in his face. He's not even yeah. sure it's going to work. And then the and parachute then gets, hits the bridge. The parachute catches and the, the bridge. And, he's, and he gets dummied. Should be dead like, again. God. Back should that be would, broken. That would kill you, yeah. But a great scene. Um, next scene, I would say, is the penguin car chase. Which is just vengeance. That's that that car chase is interesting because it it's shot so close up. Yes, that it feels like I've never um, watched a car chase that was so like claustrophobic. Not necessarily a bad thing. It was just just no. just different. It was like very tight the whole time. There's no there's no wide shot. You don't see them doing Fast and Furious stuff. It's like tight to to one of the cars at all time. And the fact they only use the car for that one scene. All other yeah. scenes in the movie, he's using his motorcycle. So he's just trying to get yeah. around the the city as um, covertly as possible and in and out of stuff. The car's intimidation factor. 
because it starts off in the shadows and he hears the rev yeah. and it freaks out penguin penguin's like he doesn't even pick up the money that he's supposed to he just floors it out of there and then the chase happens and it's it's insane the amount of things that have to fall into place for it to work out the way it does is you know comic book lore and the fact that i don't think penguin was wearing a seatbelt and he, he would have down yeah that, that thing flipped way too many times but to have that cinematic scene of batman walking from the fire which looks so boom, good. Boom, 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 boom. And what made me laugh so hard is when he comes to look he at Penguin <laughs> and looks upside down. Like, this is... <laughs> I think it's intentionally funny. This movie is intentionally funny. But you have to have that dark, deadpan sense of humor because Batman's one of the funniest characters in this movie. For his reactions to things, right? Like, to yeah. see someone just in a Batman suit hang upside down yeah. is great. And that, that leads to the great interrogation scene between Jim... Penguin and Batman, the good cop, uh, bat cop, hilarious. Everybody's funny in it except for Batman because he he gets to be the straight man in this. And you see Jim turn it up. He's like, "Where is she?" Like, like all that great. <laughs> like he's just going off. And the fact that they were both wrong, they got the wrong guy. They couldn't figure yeah. out Spanish correctly, and it was awesome yeah. to be like, even I understand L and La. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So good. Yeah, so that was good. great. That was great. Um, interrogation scene with the Riddler again. Another pairing of having Batman with someone that's unintentionally teaching him something and um, showing him the mirror. Because I love that Riddler's master plan was, I'm the brains of this operation. You're my brawn. I needed you to do all these things mm-hmm. to get all these people killed. And like that, that was the greatest mindfuck for me in this movie. Just that Riddler was that cerebral. He wasn't just... I mean, he's an intense genius just a psychotic genius but Riddler but he was like he thought they were friends that's how disconnected he was right yeah but he knew he needed that muscle in order to get his friend to do all these things I was like oh like that's the master planner yeah it was good to see and like I said like I said at the beginning I liked him way more when he took that stupid gimp mask face that gimp mask off I don't I didn't like that I was like, this is this is getting weird. Like, where's the Riddler face? And then he took out, there's that little Weasley face. <laughs> and then Dana looks just like him, right? So when I enjoyed it so much, I enjoyed the character so much more when it's got that off. Because I didn't like the I didn't like that aesthetic for him. I didn't like it at all. Were you looking for the le- the skin tight leotard? No, I wasn't. I just wanted to see I wanted to see a wheezy little face with some glasses. That's all I wanted. I didn't care what he wore. I just So we got that. The creepy little smile when he gets arrested. I wasn't expecting him to think that they were like best friends, though. That was that was which a cool is really twist. cool. I'm still unsure if Riddler knows Batman is Bruce Wayne, or he just thought Bruce Wayne was the last the last piece that needed to die in order for the renewal. That was a mind fake for the crowd because it's like okay. when he walks in, he's Bruce Wayne. I was like, <laughs> and yeah, okay, so that's why that's why Pattinson is so great. Yes, because he he delivered and sold that. You could Look. tell without him even like, moving. It was he just a close-up on the eyes. It was the eyes. You could tell he went from being terrified to relax and more confident without moving a muscle. He just was like, his eyes went like this. And he just listened to everything he said. He never didn't bait himself out. So good job not snitching on yourself. And then <laughs> and then when he let him talk a bit more, and then he's like, oh, he doesn't know I'm Bruce. And okay, then, the, well then the camera slowly pans up to the camera that's watching too he's trying to figure out like yeah so like, they're oh, recording shoot. everything i yeah. i really got to keep it calm like he was looking for a way out he was like okay 
how do I get out of this without so, them? So yeah. good. That was that was one of my that was one of my favorite scenes. Just the fact because he sold that so well. And for most people, that would have been the natural end to this movie. That would have been, I think, two and a half hours, and you, you could have wrapped it up. And I thought it was going to end. I, I, if I didn't know it was three hours, I thought it would be ending there. And now I'd that, be happy with that. That, that would have been fine. But I think the genius is in the third act. I think the genius is in the Riddler's true master plan, which shows how deep of a psychotic he is and how much he was building. It may not make full sense with like the schematics. It felt like a different movie almost. Like It was like, I'm doing all this thing, but I have a bunch of bombs. And I was like, oh. Okay, like I'm riding with it because I'm like, okay, it's a comic book movie. We're going to get some big fights here now. You're not wrong, but all of this is in service to Batman understanding his full arc, which is I can't just be the man in black uh, producing fear. That's only going to work for half the city. Right. I have yeah, to be yeah. I have to be a symbol of hope. And that happens with a, a citywide a cataclysmic flood, which like your city's built st- stupidly if like eight bombs can kind of throw you guys into chaos but yeah well that's one of the references i wanted to get to because that was i should have been doing this the whole way through but that was a that's the reference to um scott snyder's uh uh not year zero year where he lit like i remember reading that back i think it was like 2012 2013 it's like it, it was actually a cool story riddler it's it's a story that makes riddler prominent because he's the main villain and he floods the city and it gets all overgrown with vines and stuff like that. Right. And Batman has to kind of like, it's almost it almost feels post-apocalyptic, or like dystopian almost. Okay. And he has to kind of get out of that. So that that was really cool that he, they used that plot from that story. And then at the end of the movie, it was still flooded. So I'm like, okay, so that's kind of interesting because then the sequel yes. might actually lead off of that and the city could still be flooded and they yeah. could kind of do like a zero year type of thing. I don't think the city's gonna get overgrown and stuff because, like in the books, like years pass. But but it's but you hope the city's not solved everything that's yeah clearly I, like broken at the end of this I, movie. I like there's like a bit of a hangover, or there's pro- possibly a bit of a hangover from one movie to the other of the environment, right? It's like okay. And well. keep in mind, this is only seven days, so yeah. you could just go until week two. Yeah, really. If they really wanted to, like Batman could just have a really bad it, month, and that's four films. If you want to do it properly, it depends on how they want to to do this Batman. If they want to advance him, like they did with Spider Man in the MCU, or if they just want to keep him year two, like this this type of like learning the ropes still, right? It's kind of well, cool. I wouldn't mind more of this. What I appreciate is they cleared the field to bring in all these titular characters and different roles with how they cleared out. Um, this specific movie again and the genius of the writers which we didn't give credit to but we're just gonna give it to matt reeves to to make the renewal project and the renewal connection family tree to have all of these pivotal characters basically gonna get offed in this one movie leaves holes open for characters you can now bring in so bullet can essentially come in harvey dent can essentially come in Mm -hmm. i mean you can you can decide to bring uh, if Falcone's in jail, you can you can bring in another. So you've, you've left yourself open to have more characters that are more readily known by Batman fans. Do you think they should bring a like? Do you think they'll bring a Robin into this? Uh, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't think he fits. I don't like the don't, only one that would in, fit year, would be in year two. No, exactly. no, the only one that would fit this would be like Nightwing, but that would be that doesn't make sense. In and I don't want him to have friends. I like Batman, like you were saying at the beginning. He's his own guy, but then he does these little team-ups. And that brings me to 
ironically, one of the best scenes is riding bikes with my girlfriend. He's already got a Robin with Catwoman. Yeah. She's supposedly leaving the city, but you'd be criminal not to have Zoe come back. Yeah. And she kind of plays the role of a Robin type of character. And we've been talking about how much, dynamic. We've been talking about how lovely she is in this, but she's a really good Catwoman. Yes. She pulls it off because she's she's like she's strong and confident and she's still feminine, but she's like she's capable and she's not a pushover. Like she's tough. Like I love like she She's not like, oh, seducing. She's got a chip on her shoulder. She's got a hole. She has connections yeah. to Falcone, which is the whole sins of the father, which works for her more than I think works for Bruce. Which was a nod to Dark Victory. The her him being his dad being her being give, her father. Give me all the give me all the nods that. from comic books. I'm, I'm pretty Victory. sure there's I'm, long Halloween starts Halloween, right? So. so Matt Reeves said this is this this was based off of uh the inspiration for this was long Halloween. Year Year One, obviously, and right. Ego. I never read Ego, but I read the other two. You can tell this Long Halloween things. You, you and I, I think both on, we both think Long Halloween as a book is overrated. But yes. there you can you can get the idea of the not so much the Calendar Man the idea that there's a thing every month, but they start with Halloween, right? So it's like okay, yeah. and then he's following all these clues, and it's kind of like it's a it's a Long Halloween truncated Year One. Did you notice Selena's outfit? Yes. Oh, the ooh. bustier. She had the short hair. She yep. had the little bustier and the leather pants. Year one, and she's trying to protect the girl in year one. Same idea. So her her character is like directly from that that story. It's like I, I find it hilarious that you're asking me if I noticed anything on Zoe Kravitz during this time. So Amazing awesome. boots. I love that Bruce got caught up on boots coming out of Falcone's car, and he's like, "Yo, is that my girl? Is that my girl? Is that my girl? Yeah, it's not my girl." Oh, she's so lovely. She's so, she's so lovely. Insanely lovely. Okay, we can get into like minute details because we can just run this off fast because there's a lot of changes to this world. I'm gonna go with the logo. How do you what do you think of the new logo now? A different type of bag. His on his chest? On his chest or just in, in general. On the lamp, everything it's like it's, it's kind a of different broken, bat. right? Yeah. yeah. It's it it's it's more of a V. It doesn't have that middle kind of Body. pillar. Yeah, but body that would have the ears, it kind of indents down. So like I, I like it more. I like cool. it. I like the suit it. Suit self made. Talking about the reference, give the reference again for Arkham Asylum, the Arkham, the Arkham Knight game, or Arkham, the Arkham games, where it's and he's got the arrows on his arms. Like it's, I'm telling you, man, that's that's right from that video game. It's homemade, yeah. and you can see like pieces were patched on. Like it's so cool. It's not like a yeah. clean George Clooney suit. It's the actual like just. Yeah, I like that he uses grapple guns as weapons more than he does for grapple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a dude yeah. that understands his city. Um, the makeup, the goth eyes stay on, uh, and he clearly shops at Hot Topic because his haircut. <laughs> but again, he's he's disheveled. He's he's unclean. He's he's not put together as a man. He's trying to put to, together himself as a symbol. So the fact that you showed that one because they stopped showing. Oh, they never showed when any of the Batman would have black makeup under their eyes I, right. I, I appreciated that and the fact that like he's not put together as Bruce Wayne so undercut but one of the strengths of this movie um, his tools you were talking about gravel gun the batarang placed in the suit I think that's Arkham Asylum as well yeah Super yeah awesome. and, he, and he used it as a knife too right he just cuts it out remember he's cutting the, yep. the, the crime scene crime scene and uh, to cut the scoreboard the, from electrocuting right. everybody yeah yeah, yeah. 
superhero. Um, it always threw me off anytime they closed up on his face because I think Patterson has weird teeth in this <laughs> the mask, and it's always like you always, yeah. you always get his under teeth, but that's like a detail that who cares? It's just funny to look at. Talked about the motorcycle, which is awesome that he uses that first. And his Batmobile is just a muscle super dope car. Like it's, it's just a, American it's a muscle. It's a big like Mustang or something, right? Is it like yeah, a Charger? Just, I don't even know what it is. It's just that he just he just stuck a whole bunch of NOS on the back, right? You know what it looked like? You know the intro scene? It looked like uh, you remember the oven in Home Alone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Vroom, vroom, I was like, yes. oh, okay, oh, it's terrifying. Again, he understands intimidation is one of his strongest tools. Until yeah. he learns that hope is his probably strongest tool. Um, this Batman is a drug offender because he either hits himself with adrenaline, which makes more sense, or did you think it was Venom? I, I the internet was saying that. I thought it would have been amazing if he like beefed up. It just because he went crazy. Weird. Like I, I thought it was like it just, I was like, okay, he's, he's gonna give himself. I assume a it's a drug. It's gotta be. A but drug. then he almost killed the guy, and I was like, and then I saw some mentions of Venom online. I was like, it was yellow, wasn't it? Like it was like a yeah. But I don't know what it's adrenaline like, looks like. like yeah, it's true. Like, yeah, right? Like, I haven't stabbed myself. I just, I, I credit that to my, he's attacking my girl. So I'm going to be I, that's, super that's, crazy. Yeah. It's Zoe Kravitz. I'm going to throw would, that guy yeah. off the bridge. And then it was the um, dude from the funeral, right? Like, that's the yes, um, the guy he was talking back. to? Yes. Vengeance. The co- and again, I, I this leads into goons. I, like, for me, I appreciated this movie because there were so many goons. And, and then we're going back to 1960s Batman, where the mm-hmm. pow zoom, both Bort, um, he's constantly having to fight way more people around him than possible. We got the painted face thugs, the riflemen, who are basically stormtroopers and can't shoot straight to save anybody's life. No, and they're just regular dudes off the internet, too. It's, they're just but you or have a rifle. Regular. They might be military dudes, but they're off the you, internet, right? You know how to use a scope at the very least. You have a perch. And I love Bella Real. Like, please don't kill any black women on screen. But you only got her on her side? You couldn't figure out a headshot? All these guys play COD. Guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Um, I will say this, too. that Like, I remember how they set it up. How many guys do you think there's there? Like, two dozen? They were up on the roof? Yeah. I think I think it was, like, the chat- no more than eight. It wasn't a lot. Yeah, because the chat room was, like, 500 people. I was like, if 500 people show up to this thing, I'm, like, that's not. But I think it was, like, I, th- I thought it was about, like, maybe, like, 20. I think I think he has his own private chat because you can see his influence, which is a whole different type of goons outside of the funeral. There are people with the symbol of the question mark in the gimp masks. I call them anti-vaxxers because I think that's hilarious. And again, a repetition to kind of what's going on. People yeah. are just looking for divisions. If yeah. you're the dude I'm running with, I'm running with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. And people are learning, maybe you shouldn't put all your eggs in that one basket. Um, and then GCPD was again, the greatest gang of goons in this film. And they were doing stuff. They were working. So I appreciated that. We talked about Rule of Three. Um, He solved the puzzle with Alfred three times to figure out uh, that drive is the the clue. And again, that the whole piecing out, right? Like, Riddler uses uh, birthday cards to set up what the initial problem is going to be and then it leads to something else something else something else something else but that thumb drive made me laugh so hard because it was so dark (laughs) and then he just says it too thumb drive thumb drive (laughs) (laughs) and then puts it in and then the genius of riddler 
having all those pictures getting sent out to the media. Like I just like the fact that they understood everything had to be connected, whether or not it's feasible to do. I don't know, but you saw the amount of crazy that Riddler did when they finally get into his apartment building. Um, He dates Catwoman in three times. So you get that three repetition. Could use three more. I mean, you could have just used her. Just, just do Catwoman movie, please. Just do it. The knock on the door. He he knocks on the door as Batman. He knocks on the door as Bruce Wayne. You know who I am, and that's a really good scene with Bruce and Falcone. Yes, yeah. Where Falcone gets to shine, I'm just like, this is my world, right? Like, yeah. we, I don't care about a mayor. I own this. And, and of course, he lies to him. I'm like this guy's lying. And sure what do enough, you do? He's lying. And then the third time, he doesn't even waste time. He just sneaks in and yeah. Again, it threw me off that his entire bat suit can fit in a backpack, but yeah, that yeah, there's little, there are little things that are kind of like All right, he's well, definitely I'll... wearing lifts. Like that dude's n- not the same height no. as Bruce that he is as Batman. But again, um, maybe my favorite thing about this movie though is the soundtrack. Okay, can I just say something? I just want to say something. I didn't talk to. I knew this movie was going to be good the moment they played Ava Marie at the beginning. I have such a. This goes back to video games again. In, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the Hitman series, right. and in Hitman Blood Money, the theme song for it is Ave Maria. So I was, right so as soon as it, it shows, it, they play that song, and Riddler was watching, but I was like, this is, yeah. I'm already getting flashes of Hitman because that's exactly what you do. You hunt guys down. Like that's the theme song when you're choosing levels. Ave Maria, and then in the game, Ave Maria. There's a there's a whole sniper section that when you zoom in, Ave Maria <laughs> plays, <laughs> right? So you shoot. So I was like. This is going to be good. I already know. And then it was. So that song alone was like, okay, I love it. And it was basically the, the soundtrack. I don't want to dismiss it. I, I can't. I don't want to. I know it's more than just three songs, but it was basically three songs. And then Moon Over and over again. And it, but it's, Maria, its own character. Yeah. Ave Maria, the Batman theme, and Something's in the Way. That which was is, basically. Which was our initial uh, indicator that this movie was going to be great because that was yeah. the first trailer. The, you just heard the duct tape, and then they, yeah. they, then you hear the first chords. You're like, "Oh, they played Nirvana." I hope this yeah. makes the movie. And it did. And it, it was and it made it the movie like three times. Yeah. Yeah. Rule of three, friend. <laughs> the soundtrack is the mood. Um, the cinematography is the pairing. So I love the soundtrack. Was its own character. There's mm-hmm. certain touch tones when he he walks out of the shadows to go see Gil when he's in the the church, and you hear that the touch tone. Anytime he's walking somewhere, you get that Batman theme. And then yeah. Catwoman has her own vibes too, right? When he's watching her versus when she's like slick. Because she was so slick the way she was like jumping down the, the fire skate. And then her song's playing. I was like, <laughs> it was, oh man, it was, it was, Penguin's got his own kind of theme. It yeah. was really smart. You sent me it's the cool. soundtrack, but I listened to it on Spotify too. And it's, yeah, you, you sent it back to me <laughs> before we were started recording. I was like, this guy knows what I'm talking about. Well, Thanks. I sent back, I sent you, I sent you the Wonder Runner song because it was, it was the movie version of it. Oh, I'm with you. I'm oh, with you. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. And I think that the fact that they paid so much attention to the music in this is a nod to Nolan, who is very much about bombastic, bass-driven. If this is a specific scene I want to pay attention to, you have to vibrate it into the audience. So mm-hmm. to see as many threads as this one director pulled for so many different things that at any moment literally could flood the city, it's surprisingly that the city still stands and he's come out with a three hour masterpiece. I can't mm-hmm. not call it that. It's fucking good. It's really, yeah, really good. Can you bottle cap it, sir? 
See, I, I, this, this, I hate this part. We have to do it, but I like I hate putting. Do you want me to go first? Because I, because I want to rank it like near perfect, but it, like it's not. It's not. It has horse. Yeah. Oh, exactly. And we're so close to it still. Because I remember I told you I felt this way about um, no, no Way Home, where I, we watched it the first time and I was like, "This is insane." Then I rewatched it again last week and I was like, "Yeah, this is." Homecoming's better, like <laughs> you know. What I mean, like I was like, way better. And way, and way typically, better. how we watch movies is you'll see it and write down all your notes and know, like, okay, that's how I feel from it. I'll see it once and have the highest bar, and then have to go see it again so I can kind of find the medium. So I've seen it twice to your once. Oh, this movie, and, yeah, Batman, yeah, yeah, and it's five. It's five bottle caps. It's yeah, that's, it's, that's it's, exactly it's, what you're yeah. Four and a half is fair, but it's five. It, no, de- it five. deserves it for all the things you have to accomplish and that you accomplished it and all the things you introduced and reintroduced and that you did it and the fact that you picked the right pieces because any one of those characters is wrong. Like if you didn't have Colin Farrell for Penguin and you actually went with Richard Kind, you should look him up because he actually looks like the dude. I know Richard Kind, yeah, from <laughs> Spin City, he, right? Yeah, he kind of looks like, but again, if you didn't, you could have chosen someone else for Carmen Falcone, and that would have changed the dynamic between Selena and Car- Carmine. The casting had to be airtight. There's no room for you had to trust Robert Pattinson to do a lot with a little, and then be believable. It's it's five. It's five. And the fact I I'm I'm a, I'm a David Fincher stan. Like I own most of his movies. I love Seven, and John Doe has the upper hand. What's so. in the box? I mean, I hope What's it's in the box. I hope it's something from Selena because I love it. Oh. And did you know that? Oh, by the way, if you if this is your first time listening to a bottle count, we rank it at a six. So, so it's not at a <laughs> five. Five is high. Five. So we're five doing is high five. At least the highest we've ever given. It's, we don't give high. It's a really good comic book movie, man. Um, Zoe Kravitz auditioned. She auditioned for Catwoman in the Nolan movies. She was turned down because she too they, they wanted a white girl. Too she was too urban for the role. Imagine yes, Zoe Kravitz urban. being too urban. If Zoe Kravitz, <laughs> you just didn't you just didn't want to you just didn't want a black chick. That's uh, they don't don't sugarcoat it. So I I love that she came in and just destroyed like Anne Hathaway's literally the worst Catwoman. Like yep. the six the sixties Catwoman. It goes Hathaway, Julie Newmar. Yes, Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kit, yeah, she was. The, was she the first? I think it's Numar before Kit. Okay, I thought. Eartha but Kit don't was quote the first. me on that. That's like sixties. Yeah, yeah. I have high praise for Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer's up there. Michelle Pfeiffer's really good. And this was like when puberty was kicking in, and I figured out I like I like women in tight things. So, and she was she's really good at it. She's really good. The one thing about she's her is she's really, really sexual. I was like, Which I appreciate. Yeah, but I appreciate Zoe Kravitz never really leveraged that. She was just sexy on her own, but she, she just knows how to be sexy. Well, and then Michelle again, the, on it, right? the number one rank goes to Zoe Kravitz. Again, we're close I'm, to it, so this may change, but we're probably not going to change anything with Zoe Kravitz. But um, I just wanted to make that clear that Anne Hathaway was the worst one by far. And <laughs> she got the role in the Nolan film. I saw like because I'm mad about that. So, but that would have been I like I like I like Anne Hathaway. Don't get me wrong, but that was when I, I was like, "This is not a good." Yes, movie. and uh, check out "Love and Other Drugs." She's really good in that with Jake Gyllenhaal um, about her having 
I think it's like multiple sclerosis or something. And yeah, she's no, she's really good. And not, she's she's a good actress when she that was not a good role for her. But I don't think uh, Dark Knight Rises would have been better just because of Joey Kravitz. Like we would have no, been like, well, Joey that's what I mean. The best thing about this movie. Everything works for everything happens for a reason in a way because now she owns this and she's now in today's day like I would not be surprised if she gets a spinoff movie like or a spinoff show or spinoff like, something she's gonna come back. she should she appear in everything too. right she's and that's why be. that's why I don't think you need a Robin you can just really yeah. play up the dynamic between like I want three iterations of Catwoman like Catwoman can be on her kind of hustle to find yeah. her true because we don't even get a full like um, jewel thief right like she does a little bit of it. That happens in the in the comics too. After Dark Victory, she goes to Rome. There's a whole story of her just in Rome. I can't remember what it's called. Just hanging out, doing running her hustle. Yeah. Okay. Let's see that. Let's do it. And then decides to come back. She's come back for the bat. Okay, so it's easy to say this is the bottom three of Bruce's all time Batman, right? Because while he does a lot with it, you don't get a lot of Bruce. So I don't think it's the best Bruce This this is is terrible. This is the worst. Yeah. But it's, but he's, he's that bad for a reason. So I kind of respect it. You know what I mean? There's, there's choices, but I, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm sure there's scenes on the cutting room floor of more Bruce Wayne and probably Alfred, which is unfortunate because we don't get a lot of Andy Serkis in it. And the little touch tones we get are great. He should have died. Should have died. died like three times. But in that explosion, he yes. like oh, he just tosses it and he ends up in a hospital. Come on, <laughs> come on, dude. He's dude. He's, he's cooked. Dead. He's cooked. And what? A, and a great scene too, right? Because you have Pattinson calling, 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 and you think he's gonna catch and, it in time. And Dotty, like, no, 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 this happened like ten minutes ago, bro. It's like. <sighs> Good, that was cool. Pulling, there's a lot of there's there's some subtle fake outs there. There's that yes. one. There was the Bruce Wayne one. There was like there's, there's the sins of the father because we didn't know that Selena's dad was Carmine, right? Um, top, is he a top three Batman? Pattinson, is this a top three Batman performance? Is this a top three Batman? See, I, my those my should gut, all be the same sort of answer. Or my gut saying sort of like answer? again, my gut says my gut's like yes. My mind's like think about it a little longer because we're so close, but. I, He's who's better, Keaton? Keaton's well, like Keaton's our talk, Batman. We, Keaton's we, our yes. Batman. We talked about this briefly off air because we started to put in true Batman, which is Kevin. Connery. Oh, oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Mask of the Phantasm is probably yeah. the best Batman movie, yep. most likely. Kevin Conroy, uh, yeah, and he's and he's Conroy. Sorry, he's Connolly is a uh, maybe he's actually he's more our Batman than. Keaton is because we like this is the like oh that's like, why when you, I see you, when I read Batman in the comic books I hear Kevin Conroy talking yes you hear that voice it's, it's synonymous you can't and the fact the, the fact that DC turned into an animation machine and just kept giving us different looks of Batman and always good and sometimes they bring Kevin Conroy back sometimes they don't but it's he's always like he's just something different man like you know, the guy's been playing the character for 30 years like, 30 years, yeah. Something yeah. like that. 28 years or something. Yeah. Keep going, buddy. Keep that voice strong. But the, people don't register that Batman 89 came out in 1989. <laughs> so yeah. that's, <laughs> that's why I kind of list, you asked me, I was like, Batman Returns is kind of my favorite Batman because it's more Tim Burton than anything. Mm-hmm. But it's it's where I have a frame of reference of what Batman is, right? Like I'm a, I think that's like 90, I don't want to say 96, like 93. Mm-hmm. So I'm at least a, like a child. I can understand some things. I don't understand wasn't like, everything. Wasn't, like 92? wasn't Batman Returns 92? 
9392 we're in it right like jays the jays are going back to back so that's the, yeah, that's my favorite yeah yeah ones. yeah the pain of the rocket launchers and stuff i gotta watch yeah, that again yeah. i haven't seen that in a long time i think i only saw it, it like twice it's good it's creepy and it's awesome because it every everything that he doesn't get to do right in 89 he gets to do right in returns 92. which is yeah. bringing a better cast which is devito pfeiffer walking walking my, my and guy. uh i always forget the guy from the program and um any given Sunday, but that diesel dude that's a uh, walking son. Like I love all these and it's more Tim Burton. So you get those pop colors, like Selena Kyle's apartments, pink. There's these giant penguins. There's a giant rubber ducky. Like it's ostentatious. It's cartoony. It's Gothic. It's fun, but it's super weird. And like, mm-hmm. that's my Batman. Like he fits into that world more than 89. 89 is just dark. And Prince soundtrack. It's a, it's a Joker movie, like you were saying. <laughs> That's right, Prince soundtrack. It's a Joker movie. It's Jack Nicholson oh. being the Joker. And no light. Like he's literally just I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. And then uh, uh the Bell Tower, which is like cinematic, but like this as age four. I can't. Yeah, I, I shouldn't be watching this at age four. Yeah. Batman. This is not the Batman for me. But Keaton is my Batman. But I th- I think this is a top three Batman. Yeah, I think so too. He, he's on, he's on the right track. Before I forget, this is nothing to do with the, but one special moment. I'm glad I wrote this down too. Did you get the Zora reference? Which one? Oh, we're over here. With, was it Carmine? Or we're here with Zora over here. Oh, I was like, there you go. Real Batman fans will know, right? He's yep. when He's when, his, when his parents get shot down, they're coming out of a Zora movie. Plus, he was inspired by Zoro. We did a whole episode on it. We did a whole episode on it. I don't remember what episode number it was, but we did a whole episode on it. And that, and I, oh man. Coke, you may have to trust your instinct on this movie because it's so littered with as many different Batman properties that you already enjoy separately. Yeah. But the fact that this chef managed managed to put all these ingredients in a blender and still have it taste good when anyone else would have just, you know, shit the bed. I'm confident on it. I just, I I don't want to commit because I know I don't. Like, I. I was like, no, it was the best thing ever. And then like, I watched it. I was like, it's really not. All right, a lawyer bar. Let's talk about the stuff that didn't work and is just weird. And we've been laughing at through this entire podcast. And we mm-hmm. laughed at during the movie. Did it need to be three hours? No. no. Um, am I mad that it's three hours? That, I was just going to say. No. But is it going to affect your bottom line? Yes. That's less showings that you get that the average person gets to see. Um, I don't know what parents are going to take their kid to see this. But would you take your... Little ones to go no, check out this right. Batman. No. no. So you know, no. no way home. That's a family flick, and it's not even a family flick. But see, no way home. No way home's got the got some really emotional scenes though. Really it's got some emotional dark scenes. scenes. But people are they're, they're emotional, and but they're emotional because it's the third movie, right? So you've built. Whereas Batman doesn't have those emotion emotional uh, scenes really. Uh, I'm trying to think, but I don't. It didn't make me no. want to cry at any scenes. Fair, but there is emotion riddled through this movie. Yeah, I, I meant that emotion, like sadness. Fair. I didn't. Okay. There was there was depression. There was yep. in, there's a lot, but I wasn't like sad for anybody. Okay. Whereas No Way Home was like, oh man, that's that's devastating. But that was a trilogy. Anyway, we don't we don't keep talking about that. We're talking about Batman right now. We'll get it. We'll, we'll eventually do a, a cut of it. Is really the Zorro Batman episode was episode number thirty seven for those who want to know. There you go. It's a great episode. I loved it. I loved talking about Zorro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you love it because of the best pumpernickel. 
yeah, oh, yeah. Scarlet, and, the Scarlet Pumpernickel. No, and there's always mines. Remember, there's always a mine oh, yeah, yeah. in Zorro stories. There's always yeah. a mine that's gonna blow up. He's got he's got to find a mine. It's just I, kids I love. Did you when you were a kid? Did you watch the live action Zorro? Yes. That old one, from like the seventies. I watched the live action Batman, the live action Zorro, and the live action Tar- uh, Tarzan. I watched Tarzan. Tarzan. So the live action Batman didn't really like because it was just too like Adam. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Was, doing it it, was, me, so it was so campy. It was great. My grandma, I think, was the one that introduced me to it because different generation, but she always had that on. And it's yeah. just me seeing Pop Zoom Pow. So you like it yeah. before you even know what it is. <laughs> that big red phone. So, like, I, I'm still waiting for a world where they decide we can do this Batman. And you can. Like, you, this Batman should be accepted, right? Like, Adam West is, holds the same amount of weight as Ben Affleck in my mind because his Bruce Wayne's pretty damn charming. His Bruce Wayne's good, yeah. The, to be fair, there and his is his role gallery is great. They did start a, the Joker with the mustache paint. Caesar, he was a Caesar. Yeah. Um, Caesar, yeah. He, uh, they did the comic books. There's the Batman sixty six comic book, so they did bring it back, and that that ran for a while. I don't know if it still is, but no, I'm just saying there's a Batman sixty nine movie where they have yeah. Catwoman, Riddler, Penguin, and Joker, and Batman has to ruin the day. But that's the that's the whole joke of the Bat computer and everything is labeled Bat Batman. Uh, Two Faces never in the show, was he? No, they only needed four, and then Egghead we got sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so campy, it's great. Like you have yeah. to go watch it. Go watch a couple of them and just laugh at the fact that there's just a red phone randomly, and he's got the head, and you push Although the button, the, the and guy, the, the case opens, and you slide the down. Played, the guy who played Penguin looked great, dude. I, I that. <laughs> and that's where we get the <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, with the big cigar, the big. Anyways, you're saying. Oh. We can, rank, <laughs> we can rank penguins. Sorry, I, we don't know that guy, but he's Ooh. obviously passed. So he's third place. I'm going to give second place to Colin Farrell. You're not going to give Colin, Danny DeVito. Yeah, no, like, no, exactly. Colin Farrell gets second place yeah. for his reimagining of it. But number one is DeVito. Danny DeVito in a role of a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A role. And it, that movie, that movie has Paul Rubens in it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's playing it like a everyday straight man like that's yeah. that's that's the level of genius i appreciate about um tim burton right like that's how his mind's working is riddler a genius uh borderline can you plan several murders traps bombs explosions to the level that he did because that i mean see that's why i don't that's why the that last uh, that last act is kind of like I think it it's a little disjointed because it's it serves a purpose, I, but it serves a purpose, and, I'm, and it's good that it happened. But it was almost like I wish Let we get more Bella Real, which is always needed. Yeah, more of her, definitely more. Of her. She's lovely, so lovely. She's really like really lovely. I, I was like, yes. who is this? What else yes. is she? Yeah, and that's why I want the mayor to come back. Give me yeah. more mayor. When they were in the um, that last part, when she gets up in the podium, I was like, she needs a shot. Like don't die. Don't die. <laughs> this little, this little, yeah, this little. It was Iron so, Man in Infinity War all over again. It's like don't die, please don't die. But she should have died. Honestly, she should have died. Shit, Selena should have got choked out by Falcone. Alfred should have exploded. Batman should have been riddled with bullets. Selena, um, and Alfred should be dead. I, said I do. So I was. Jim, I think I, Jim should have been dead at some point. I liked that when Batman saved Selena, but then Selena turned around and saved Batman. I, I appreciate yes. that. Because I'm like, I thought I was kind of disappointed when she couldn't beat Falcon on her own. I was like, oh, she needs help with it. But then Batman gets almost, he gets laced by the goons and she saves him. I was like, okay, so there's the payoff. It's a trade-off. That's my Cape Crusaders. I don't want to talk to me Robin anymore. 
yeah. keep giving me Selena or keep giving me characters that because he could work with Harvey Dent as Bruce Wayne for a whole movie. They have in the comics, Batman, and then a flick, days. right? Yeah. You don't need a child because it doesn't it doesn't work with. I don't like the kid. What thing. this it's world creepy. is, it's creepy. And you already played up how creepy this orphanage kid turned, being yeah. Riddler, right? Yeah. Uh, are Are you going to download the Ave Maria Paul Dano version? Because that was. <laughs> He said, he said the oh, shit you, out of that song. You hit me that. <laughs> he said, you hit me with that one. I was not expecting that. Oh, he goes my... for it. He goes for it. Well, I don't well, care well. how I don't care how rich you are. I'm not spray painting my floor with. Yeah, that was a weird of, choice. Sins of the father. Sins of my father. Yeah. My father. It's like well, and, and not even like a small little contained spray. Like he goes, like oh, he moves, a, he moves a table. Like and you have to explain that to someone. Like you can be like Dory, clean up this mess that like, yeah. that works. doesn't prove that I'm Batman. This this <laughs> this this to, just get him some construction paper. Yeah, <laughs> he can do some arts and crafts. <laughs> it turned to art attack, but I didn't see any salt. He could have used salt. Use the salt. <laughs> this is art attack. <laughs> um, I I know I sent you the meme of uh, Riddler looking like a redditor. Uh, which was yes, yeah, that was good. We talked a lot about that. I didn't expect that. That was kind of a cool twist, but you couldn't do that in the 90s. You couldn't do that like 10 years ago. Not to the same extent. You could do kind of conspiracy. It works. That's a modern nut, twist. Nut like you can't. Yes. Yeah. Because like, which oh, brings, okay, they're incels. Like, <laughs> which, which brings me to how much is reimagined. Like he, um, I'm going to give credit to Reeves, although I don't think he's a writer, so I should probably look up who the writers are. Um, they coerced the whole arkham and wayne's story into a completely different narrative than what it originally was right like his dad's going for mayor his mom's essentially crazy they are kind of the illuminati and running the town and then are hooked up with the mob some of that i appreciated some of that i didn't care for Mm. i get it but you needed to do that in order for riddler's whole story to make sense so that's the stuff that's like you have to jam all that together to put everybody in the same tree Sure, you came out with like this nice apple, but do I believe all of this is connected? And this guy spent several years trying to like pull it together. Um, it's a little, yes, it's and, a little yes, yeah. and yes, and no, but that's that's bit. the seven of it, right? There are people that are that obsessive, that constantly. So he had to been doing this for like, like 10 years, and then Batman yeah. came along, and he's like, All right, cool, like now I got motivation to do it, yeah, and he can kind of help me get things I want. Uh, who's the city planner of the city? Eight, eight trucks take down your entire city. Who yeah. Built? Who who built moats? <laughs> who, no, nobody... I, I can't. They're like below the sea level. They're like below the seawall, but it's like, yeah. I, that's a bizarre. No, no, nobody thought of that. No, it was, that's why I'm telling you that that last, that last half an hour is kind of like, ah, this is, this is kind of. But, but you need him to want to be a something. hero and, and not and, a vigilante. Yeah. And then the, the, so the city has to see the, him. The, the city. Something big has to happen for the city to see him, like, in, in uniform, see him all together, like, oh, this guy's okay. He's saving yeah. kids in the mayor and, you know, poop on his hand, face. reaching all out. All that, all that. Yeah. Okay. I, I see I see why. Hold, he holding the light. He's got the torch. He's yeah. leading them from the shadows into the light. Again, yeah. all this sim- symbolic and amazing. But again, um, there's no after credit. Don't waste. Don't waste your time for. Thank you for yeah. that. You saw it before me, and you're like, yep. "Don't stare at the credits." It's not a scene. That's all you said. And I was like, "Yep, all right." 
it's matrix font that says game over question mark and it's like well yes it is because i don't want to spend another three hours absolute waste imagine you had you're holding your piss the whole time and then that happens and you i'd be i'd be disappointed there was someone there was somebody's like is that it in my theater is like is that the after really? like that's the after credits i left but after three hours like that didn't cheapen the movie experience i was like that was no. a good movie like i just wish someone was like we're, we're not doing this for this just say you're not doing this again. Yeah. You're it's DC. You don't need to do it. That's it. You've given me three hours. What more do you need to give me? Yeah. Unless and it was great. It was a, a great a, three hours. Arkham uh, uh, Asylum cameo because we have to go to Arkham. I don't even want to talk about that shit. Like that was, I knew it was coming. Like as soon as they showed him, I was like, I know what's coming here and it's going to be. What a waste. That should have been on the cutting room floor. Why, why is it the Joker every time? I'm... <sighs> and why did, why did he have the titular line? Riddle me this. Yeah, he says it. He gives they, it to to Riddler. Do you want to be friends? I was like, yeah. He gives. This he even so gives Joker hard. a Riddler. A riddle is, that. We don't they happen don't, to be next to each other. It's unnecessary. Don't do isn't because one we've seen the Joker a million times. Right. We're sick of it. I was happy to see Riddler get some shine. Because yep. he and Penguin and Penguin got some. We're good. We don't need anything else. You got Falcone. We got mobs. We got you got goons. We're good. We got goons. We don't need. And then it's like, <laughs> you got like, the convoy people. It's like who who don't want to. And now you're making these promises, like oh, Joker's gonna be. And I'm like, I like the way Nolan did it. How Joker just came out of nowhere. He was like a nobody. Yep. I know they had the card at the end of the first one, but it was like that was cute though. That was more. That was tongue in cheek. Or but he just in the second one, he just kind of shows up. This one he's already caught, so he's like, "Oh, now I'm making friends." No, you're not making friends. Like, just, this is dumb. I I didn't like it. That that was like the biggest letdown of the one. I was like, I don't want to see Joker again. I don't want. I don't even want hints to him. I want to just keep him out until just keep him out. <laughs> just keep him out. He's this guy's got the best rose gallery in comics. Yes. Let them shine. You don't have to do the same guys every single every single time. We want Egghead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're done nobody cares 